Hey guys, this is Dave Turton and Mark Otero from Branchbase. We're here to talk about dynamic content. So Mark, let's kick off. What is dynamic content? So dynamic content is when a user is going through the shopping experience, they'll receive messages that will give them notifications about changes in pricing, some popularity of an item, or an inventory-related message. Um, so th this data is based on real-time content that's uh, giving information to the user about their shopping experience. Um, as users are becoming more savvy online, they're more aware of the pricing changes, so this creates more of a sense of urgency for them. Okay, so let's talk about dynamic content and the travel industry. Um, for me, it's really hard to look past what the likes of the big OTAs have been doing for, for several years now. So. You guys would have seen Hotels.com, Booking.com, Expedia, as you go through the booking flow, introduce a lot of different, typically urgency messaging. So, you know, 10 people have just booked this hotel, or five other people are, uh, 500 other people are shopping for your hotel. Um, arguably very, very aggressive urgency messaging, but uh, after years and years of trying out these approaches, these companies are still using this, and so it effectively really works for them. And I think one of the UX challenges that it faces when you're presenting users with lots of information is just information overload. Users are trying to scan for the information they want and some of these messages get in the way. So it has, there has to be a balance and information that is contextually relevant to what the user is shopping for. Yeah. Now, some other uh, OTAs, I guess like Google, have introduced different types of dynamic content to help drive conversion. Uh, less so on urgency, but more on contextual information. So uh, Google Flights, for example, has a price forecast indicator that allows people to work out if the price for a flight is going to go up or down in the near future. And uh, maybe arguably a, a more user-friendly way to help nudge people along into booking the flight that's most relevant for them. Now, when it comes to airlines, airlines have been much more conservative than these OTAs, so the use cases that they have typically limited, limited themselves to uh, relate to inventory-based messaging, so five seats are left at this price, or there are two bags left on this flight, um, or other kind of conversion nudges uh, relating to what other people are looking at, so five other people are looking at your flight, or two other people have booked your flight quite recently. Um, Airlines are also starting to experiment with slightly different types of dynamic content like exit intent messages. So, for example, if you don't interact with a page for five minutes or ten minutes, some airlines will now introduce a, a little layover or pop-up <clears throat> that encourages the user just to re-engage with the booking flow. Um, usually not doing any, anything interesting apart from introducing some messaging, but some are also starting to introduce techniques like uh, applying a short-term discount if the user uh, completes a booking uh, within the next kind of five to ten minutes. Um, some other airlines, but not many, are also starting to play around with assistance-based messaging, so helping users get more contextually relevant information that may not be aimed at driving conversion. Uh, Delta, for example, has a, a kind of neat little notifications uh, overlay which can be brought up during the booking flow, and that just uh, presents the user with information that is relevant to what's going on. Maybe there's a strike at a particular airport or a bad weather event that's coming up at another airport. Um, another quite recent interesting dynamic content use case relates to email. So <clears throat> Google uh, one or two years ago introduced 
in their Gmail uh, email application, the ability for retailers like airlines to introduce dynamic content into the email itself. So you can imagine a user receiving a confirmation email, and as part of that email, the information changing over time based on the content. So you can imagine an email could even show the, uh, the accurate flight status and have that flight status change every time the user brings up their email in the Gmail clients. So I think some of the, the UX challenges that this type of messaging creates for users is you don't want to overwhelm them with too much information. Uh, you don't want to make them blind to the messaging that's there. So uh, airlines need to be really careful about where and when they're placing these messages and make it very relevant to the user, um, not only from a content and data perspective, but also from a visual perspective that it's not interfering with their primary user tasks. The first step is to really understand the users and what drives and motivates them and understand how and when to message them across the customer journey. Um, we don't want to overwhelm them with too much. Uh, they're just going to become blind to what's, what's on the screen. Uh, we need to really focus on the user and what their needs are. Uh, you can do this by establishing some, establishing some visual identity for the messaging. So, it's really important to think about how you display it and make it scannable and readable for the user. So having uh, a short amount of copy along with some visual cue like an icon that has a contrasting color from the rest of the UI really helps support that messaging and make it aware to the user. So when it comes to the technical aspects of implementation, one of the challenges that airlines have to face today is that the platforms that they're using, the vendors that they're partnering, have solutions where the information that is being shown is actually not accurate. So it might be a message that says 200 other people are looking at this particular flight when the flight is on an obscure route sometime, some date uh, very far in the future. So it's very clear that the systems are either fabricating the data or more likely they're, they're leveraging data that is just for some reason not accurate, uh, not up to date. So uh, this is obviously a problem for, for consumers. They should not be shown information that isn't correct. It's not a very good user experience. Um, increasingly, it's becoming a problem for, for, for governments and regulators. So an example here in the UK is the Competition Authority has actually, uh, back in February this year, uh, made a ruling against, uh, initially targeted OTAs and other hotel vendors, uh, made rulings against these vendors for showing information that is not, not accurate. And so in their ruling, they've actually indicated that uh, vendors like these need to comply with certain kinds of, of guidelines, such as making sure that the information shown is accurate, uh, and also being transparent. So if some kind of algorithm is being used to uh, sort results or filter results or make a claim about an offer, then uh, the algorithm behind that needs to be conveyed to the user. So what do airlines need in order to be able to introduce this kind of dynamic content, urgency messages, for example, effectively, not only for the user experience, but not to fall foul of competition authorities? 
Well, I guess the most important thing is that they need to have a really effective data streaming architecture. And by that, I mean a platform with which they can capture clickstream data, such as what users are looking for, what they're booking, what they're not booking, uh, effectively and in real time, uh, and in a way where the data collected is, uh, uh, its integrity is maintained so that that information can then be used to drive the user experience and introduce messages that are indeed accurate. And so when you get shown a message that 100 people are looking at this flight, it is actually the case that 100 users are looking at this, this particular flight. Now, in order to do this requires a lot of other uh, kind of tricks and, and technology to make sure that the information being collected is, is aggregated in an effective way, uh, that it's sliced and diced in an effective way so that when you introduce a, a message that maybe can be ambiguous, like five other people have uh, looked at this flight, you're able to uh, back that up and say, well, it's because five other people are looking at uh, flights on this date within a plus minus two uh, date range. So that, that makes sure that you have accuracy. The next thing that you need to introduce to your technology platform is the transparency. So if your site decides to introduce a message for a particular reason, and there's a business rule behind that, such as saying that uh, 10 people looking at this flight is actually 10 people looking at the flight, uh, any flight on that day within a plus minus two date range, um, then the rules behind that need to be made transparent to consumers. And so as part of your technology, you need a way to, to map that rule into the, the front end messaging that the user happens to be looking at.